Oil and gas production has a number of nasty byproducts, but arguably one of the worst is brine. The salty wastewater comes to the Earth's surface during the extraction process, hundreds of millions of barrels each year. And when that brine comes in contact with farmland, it can render it infertile for decades. That's why officials in North Dakota are now trying to figure out how best to clean up salty spills and a toxic, salty legacy from the past. Inside Energy's Amy Sisk reports. Way up in northern North Dakota is an old oil field, active since the 1950s. Hey there, Clark. Yeah, I'm Clark. I meet Clark Stevens on a gravel road near the small town of Glenburn. Just to the east of us, his wheat fields span for acres and acres. In the middle is a three-acre patch of barren soil. We're always farming around areas like this, and every year they continue to grow. Spread out around us are a handful of pump jacks. Some have been here decades, pulling oil to the Earth's surface. Back then, trucks took brine from nearby wells and dumped it into a pit dug into this field. Sites like these, known as legacy brine pits, were condemned in the 1980s. But they were never cleaned up. And over the years, the brine has seeped deeper into the soil, migrated, and expanded. Because of the size of these pits and how big they've grown because of the salt contamination, we're talking possibly up to five acres or even more on some of these sites. Cody Vanderbush is the reclamation supervisor for the State Department of Mineral Resources. He sees an opportunity in this toxic legacy to address ongoing problems with brine spills. I think these ponds are the worst case scenario in North Dakota. If we can figure out how to clean up these, we're going to learn a lot about how to clean up spills that have only been there, say, a week versus something that's been there for 50 years. This spring, lawmakers prodded by landowners designated $5 million to research this issue. Ultimately, cleanup of these sites could cost hundreds of millions of dollars, with the bulk of that bill potentially falling to the state. And there are a lot of questions to answer. Number one, how many of these pits exist? The state thinks 120, but doesn't know for sure. Then, were farmers ever compensated? And what cleanup techniques will actually work? One of the people trying to figure this out is Kevin Sedovic. He's a rangeland specialist with the North Dakota State University Extension Service. He walks with me through the barren patch on Clark Stevens' farm. If nothing, they're just an eyesore. We stop in an area where it's so salty, not even weeds will grow. So they basically starve to death of water, and so a plant dies of dehydration. Sedovic and I crouch down to touch the salt. So you say this is just table salt here? Yep. So did you just lick, lick your finger? That's really salty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really salty. But the salt isn't just sprinkled atop the ground. It has seeped down and is now at least a couple of feet deep, bound to soil particles. Sedovic is searching for a cheap solution to get this area productive once again. Not everything he's tried has worked. What's most promising, he says, is gypsum. It's a calcium-based powder that binds to the salt. A good rain draws the calcium and salt deeper into the soil, leaving enough room for the grass's roots to grow. So here's the grass that's still actually surviving. Two-thirds of the grasses in this trial are still alive. We at least created a crop that we could either graze, or we could hay for hay production, or we can provide a wildlife habitat. The soil is still too salty for crops like wheat, barley, or soybeans. Sedovic says he hopes to address that with more research. 
The Northwest Landowners Association is the group pushing the legislature to deal with this issue. Troy Coons is the chairman. He's got a lot of faith in the process. You know, there, there's people out there, there's smart people that will start doing some different research and testing and somebody will come up with something. So that one day, fields like the one Clark Stevens farms will no longer have big empty patches. Any Anything you can do to get the land productive again, I mean, you know, you want to leave it for the next generation better than, than you had it. And finally write a problem 60 years in the making. For Inside Energy, I'm Amy Sisk. North Dakota isn't the only state dealing with issues surrounding brine pits. In Wyoming, the oil and gas industry still uses these pits, and the state's trying to figure out how to hold companies responsible for cleanup. Check out that story on our website, insideenergy.org.